0: This is one of those Sundays that most priests try to avoid, preaching, because it's tough text. It's rough from the beginning to the end. The first passage in Hebrews talks about all of the struggles that the Jews went through to become a land of Israel. The struggles, the push and pull the turmoils they've gone through, the heartbreaks, the tragedies, the suffering. And the interesting part is in Hebrews, it comes up with the fact that these people did not know what was yet to come by God's surprise. And it was in the form of Jesus Christ, the confirmation of God's love and presence to all people. Then we deal with the gospel. And quite frankly, it's kind of rough when you hear Jesus saying, you thought I came here in peace? I came to bring fire. One of the interpreters that I read said something about fire is often seen as a dangerous, destructive force. And yet in many ways, the fire, understanding of fire, was that Things would be leveled so that something new and something can be born anew. So when he talks about fire, he's not talking about destroying us. He's talking about purging all those things that keep us from God's love. All those things that tie us down in knots and give us an excuse, not necessarily to follow God's will, but rather our own. The other side of the story, when he said, I came to bring divisions, why? Is Christ speaking to our time or what? The divisions we face, families, friends, and neighbors, making sure that somehow we understand what is right and those people don't understand what is right and they're simply wrong. Jesus, in this analogy, is not talking about simplicity. He's talking about fact. He's talking about when, in fact, you catch the fire and you are made new. It's not without challenges immediately. We are going to face accusations that somehow are you more holy than I? Are you more perfect because you have go to church? Why, I have the wonderful mountains and the landscape and I honor God that way. So why are you going to a building? We go to a building because It gathers community. It reminds us that Jesus has asked us to live in community. In many ways, when you look at parenting, parenting is to remind a child that they can't be self-absorbed or that they can't do whatever they want because it may harm them. So parents have this need to protect, to encourage, and to love their child. And sometimes what seems perhaps to be somewhat harsh, the parent often, hopefully, is there to give them a sense of otherness, the sense of community, the sense of purpose in outreach to others. And that's the basis of Jesus telling us about the fire. That when in fact we have a sense of others, a commitment to love God and others, that we bring about a sense of change. And the interesting part to me is that the change will be met with anger. The change will be made that how do you know that you're any better than I? When I look at all of the various things that we Raises objections to accepting Christ into our life, that somehow we are important, that we are more important than others, which is not true. All of us, all of us are important to one another, that in fact, in the community of the body of Christ, we can exhibit the ability to be tolerant during divisiveness, during challenges, during fears of floods, fire, all of those things around us. That having one another is more critical than anything in our world. So this day, Jesus is calling us to be in the fire, to be refreshed, to be renewed, and to find a sense of purpose and peace daily in our lives. And that more importantly, we share our fire, our light, our encouragement to others. And if they reject that, not to cast them apart or to put them aside, but rather be present with them with your love and patience. That will be disturbing enough. The interesting part to me is that so often we get caught up in trying to do all the right things when, in fact, the most right thing is to love God and to love our neighbor as ourself. It was God's reaching out to all of us to provide to those who, from Israel on, knew that God was present but didn't understand the terms of God's presence. That meaning that we love one another as God loves us. What a challenge today to see the divisiveness and to face it head on, to accept the fact that a person can feel very different and very much opposed to our opinions. But it's not ours to condemn, it's ours to be present so that somehow this faith is carried on. The book on world religions by Houston said something about the early Christian church. And you have to remember in context that the Christians were in fact being persecuted for their beliefs. They were being hunted and searched out so they could be either put in with the lions or killed on sight. And he says, Houston Smith says, the interesting part is that the church kept growing and growing and growing in spite of the violence taken out on those who proclaim Christianity. And he proposed that the simple fact that they knew how to love one another as God loves them. And this was enough at that time and culture to bring people out of the woodwork, to find the Christian faith to be a substance of purpose and love in their lives. May we reflect the kind of depth and personage of Christ daily so that we too, not attacking others, not dividing ourselves from others, but being present with others with hope, with love, with compassion, with courage, and knowing always that Christ will guide us in his love and peace. Amen.